Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey there, everybody. Roy Scovel here. And Daniel Van Kirk. We just want to let you guys know that if you enjoy Pen Pals, uh, our podcast that comes out every single Wednesday, then you might enjoy bonus episodes in our Patreon that come out every single Monday. That's four episodes a month. It's only $5, and they are all follow-up letters. So we hear back from our Pen Pals about whatever they're going through or sandwiches that they love or whether or not they like their new haircut. We hear from them. We read their letter, and then you hear them as well. Yep, that's that it, at, right? Uh, that's it. And okay. it's at Patreon dot com slash pen pals if you want to be my friend you had better go and get a pen maybe we can keep in touch like when like it did in the old days it wasn't so long ago I love the Defiance. A Defiant theme song. God, that felt good. Singing's about the only thing I'm uncomfortable. Actually, singing and dancing. Everything else I'm very comfortable with in life. Oh, you hit that beautifully. Oh, thanks, guys. Okay, the thing about singing and dancing, singing, still have that. I'm able to come in here because we're on year five. And I've just, you know, obviously you do it so many times. I gotta say, dancing I held on to for a long time, and then what changed me was us having little dance parties in the living room with our daughter, sure. where we just put on music, and you just let loose, and you're like, well, it's my family, you're not like yeah. going back, and in that, I discovered that I, I think I'm actually a pretty good dancer, yeah. and I was like, oh, I think I, I actually can dance, I actually think I'm a good dancer. When when there's, when there's a small child there. biologically wired to just admire everything about you yeah that's a, yeah that's, that's a more comfortable that's a affirming <laughs> like yeah. i think i'm pretty good yeah, at yeah. this this, yeah, this a, very small thing not, that worships me right really likes the way i'm moving because the kid's like hips. dad are you a good dancer like, a lot of high fives from her i'm the greatest dancer you've ever known <laughs> yeah. daughter i'm the only dancer <laughs> Thanks for yeah. coming to our show. Thank you, guys. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, our guest today, uh, Shane Moss. Hello. I saw Shane. I saw you for the first time. I don't know if you remember this. I saw you the first time. Comedian. When you did Conan. Explorer. Forever ago. And I think you had done it the second time. And I'm friends with Mike Kaplan. We have a mutual friend. And you had done it the second time. And I had uh, messaged you. This is in the early days of messaging someone you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I messaged you. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude. You crushed those... Uh, sets and you did and so i don't even remember when that was i say i want to say that was maybe 15 years ago i yeah something that yeah that would have been 2007 um i remember um hosting a show at comics with an x yeah that was a showcase for i think jp buck to do uh, uh like future conan things and it was it was all shout out JP. Buck. It was it was 
it, I I was asked to host it because I had already been on a few times yeah. and no one else had been on and and the people that I was like, well, that was a terrible mistake uh, <laughs> on their part <laughs> were like, well, they don't have a chance yeah. of. Uh, it was two people, Reggie Watts and Rory. And yeah. it was, and Rory did about the funniest thing I'd ever seen, which he just comes out doing this weird, like, just a character, effeminate right? Southern <laughs> accent with, like, normal material, never breaks character, never explains that that was just a character, so and then so just yeah. leaves afterwards. So much fun. And I'm laughing my ass off, like, <laughs> well, that's a weird way to blow a Conan audition and then Reggie Watts did like 25 minutes or something yeah. like that which is like you don't do that the whole and episode. then they're like you're right. hired <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. you, that's one of those you, you go in you, you, you swing that big dick energy yeah. around you that's get right. the mm-hmm. you nail the audition and that's what I'm always about BDE I talk about <laughs> on this show all the time I found out at Montreal last year I saw JP and he was like, man, 2020, really? And I was like, yeah, I know. It's so great back to be back together. He's like, no, I was, I was going to have you on Conan. And, <laughs> and I was like, this is simultaneously wonderful and horrible. Yeah. The execs, thank yeah. you. Good for- to know. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, I feel like your place in the industry, you're, you could make plenty of recommendations to people who still have late night shows. Yes. He's like, yeah, I could. Yeah. Reach like, out. Get, get me in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shane and I were talking before we started recording about the, the man bun. And I, I and I had never expressed this opinion. I know, I know the man bun gets a lot of shit. Why? I, I, I think it looks good. I actually think it's a good look. And I don't know why I've never spoken up about it. But when people go, oh, they fucking man buns and this and that, I'm like, well, it's long hair. Women pull right. their hair up. Women wear their hair down. Right. Men pull their hair up. They wear their hair down. Yeah. I go, it's. I don't get. I don't the get hate? what it is unless they think a personality type goes. That's with what it. I. Think that's that's, that's what that's what it is because right. I so, used to. I'm trying to get myself back there because I used to make fun of yeah, the man yeah. bun. I <laughs> I didn't exactly. have this until COVID. I used to actively be like I'd go to Boulder, you know, and and it's always be, Colorado. It's, it's always. A Col- a Colorado, a highest man bun per capita in Boulder, Colorado, easily. Well, and do you I'd feel like and that's what happens? Yeah. Do you feel like with man buns, people think it comes with like linen pants? Or like somebody who closes their eyes when they touch you and talk yeah, to you. That's the it's the, it's, there's a there's a there's touchy no vibe, yeah, to yeah. It, for yeah. sure. Right. That, like a lot of like breathe through, yeah. that. breathe through yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, there's, there's a stranger. A, there's a, You're tense right here. I didn't ask. <laughs> I just need my coffee. <laughs> yeah, and you don't work here. <laughs> I didn't ask you where do you think I'm tense. Yeah, <laughs> you pull it off well. You can pull it off well. Yeah, yeah, it's a good. It, it works. Well, it's it makes it. You don't need to manage the we hair go. as we much. Go. It's gonna be. This if you have it, sex, a this is all sex and for the Friday watch sex. crew. Oh, for the Friday right. watch oh, crew. Do that. Let's see it. Yeah. <laughs> then it, it has like a little wave to it. A little. Shane, bit I'm more. telling you, that was arousing. <laughs> you have a look right now where you could be in six different genres of music. Yeah, and, and movies. <laughs> I like. I've never ever had long hair, and I've always never. Oh, never, high school, I had I long never hair. Never had it. I, I don't that know. was it. I was down to here. I, I had a very like to, playing football with the long hair. I wish. Really? I yeah, 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 yeah. God, well, I, I, I can show you. Hair. I'll find my freshman photo for you. And Should I just start there was no way I was ever going to go through the middle stage of long hair and be on stage and have to perform with that. Yeah. So it wasn't until the world was shut down. And I'm like, well, I'm not performing for two years. Yeah, now I can let it grow out, see what happens. I didn't know I could grow a beard like this. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's, yeah, did you, you know the thing. hairstyle I never did that I feel like you probably did, and you had to at some point in the stage? This was really big when we were in our early 20s. College, baseball hat with, like, the wispies yeah. coming out. Always. What, you had... Whoa! What is that a, is that a, a, a guttural, is that a hot look? A guttural noise from Lisa. Cat with, with the cap, with the wispies. Is that what they're called? Like, yeah. oh my god, that was it. Lisa <laughs> is oh. locked in right now. Lisa is on an episode of Next. All of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. 
You add like a puka shell necklace to that. Well, now you've gone on. you've gone a Chesney too far. A Kenny Chesney yeah. too far. You've gone one Chesney overboard. <laughs> I I I, I like oh. when you uh, I like when like the the like broy accoutrements like make a permanent impact in mm-hmm. some way. Like it changes or or the people that wear the glasses too much and then they have the raccoon. Yeah. I want the raccoon eyes with the wisp with the perma wisps. <laughs> so yeah. look. That's yeah. what I'm into. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is a hardcore look. <laughs> you never did you ever have that? I feel like you had. I had wispies. Co- yeah, hundred percent. I got some did. pictures of some some. And it's piece. always a Gamecocks hat. No, mine oh, was. Well, uh, yeah, for you, it's too on the nose. Mine but. was a Bass Pro Shops hat that I stole from my roommate, and it was a good. It was a good one. It was red back when you could wear red hats. Yeah, man. Well, <laughs> before the women's red hat society. Before all the judgment. <laughs> oh God. You want to go? Should we? Yeah. Let's, Let's go, go to the letters. Here. I'm going to try. I don't want to hit Shane. That, I mean, see that? That's years of work. Oh, you're going to love this letter. Boy. Me? I think so. Dearest Rory and Daniel. You feel bad for people when they get the order wrong, don't you? (laughs) I am a relatively new listener, but on my way to becoming a paller. Good luck. Hmm, new listener and already aware of the name oh, order. Well, that's probably why they got it wrong. Let me start by saying to Rory, your comedic stylings have given me much joy over the last year. I cannot wait to see you perform live in April and go hashtag F2F. And to Daniel, hi. Okay. <laughs> Just We're kidding. towing a line here. <laughs> Just kidding, of course. There Daniel, I've become a huge fan of yours through DPT and now Pen Pals. I can't wait to see more of your comedy. Thanks, buddy. I need to talk about what I believe to be a totally legitimate fear of mine, teleportation. Sure, it doesn't exist now, but plenty of things exist today that were inconceivable 30 years ago. It is possible that in my lifetime I'll need to deal with this issue. Here's the scenario. Teleportation is invented and begins to become an accepted mode of travel. Someone steps in the teleportation pod. They are de-atomized and reformed in the other pod, walking out perfectly unharmed. It is a miracle. This will revolutionize travel. You can finally visit all the places that you never would have been able to go quickly and easily. Love it. Here's the problem. When you step into that pod, you are de-atomized and perfectly recreated in the second pod. However, what if you never left that first pod? When you are de- when you are deatomized, that's it. A quick and painless death. You are dead, as surely as if someone put a bullet through your brain. The teleportation machine then creates a perfect clone on the other end. The person that walks out of the other end is a perfect copy containing every memory and me- is this a writer for uh, fucking <laughs> there, 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 this, this is this is a movie this is, this some is a Brad movie with the prestige the, 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 right? it's the prestige yeah you get yeah. prestiged the prestiged yeah, spoiler alert <laughs> yeah, that, that is a, <laughs> I, I wasn't about. gonna say because I'm like that's a big time spoiler <laughs> yeah. but, but also 20 years right 20 years ago yeah. and and no, I, 17 I've, I think you should have held on three more years <laughs> I've, I've seen the movie multiple times it's Me fine too. to go know go see it the person that walks out of the other end is a perfect copy containing every memory and maintaining the same stream of consciousness totally unaware of what has just transpired in the mind of this new you it walked into the first teleportation pod and safely walked out of the other pod none the worse for wear yeah because you wouldn't know everyone else seeing this happening believes the same i watched this person walk in one end and out the other unharmed so it's safe however the original you that walked into the first pod the you that lived your entire life up to that point never got to experience walking out of the second pod. Its life ended in that moment of de-atomization. My fiancé, who majored in psychology, says as long as the person who steps out of the other end of the portal has the same stream of consciousness, then it doesn't matter if the original you was killed during the process, process, which I believe is 100% medical-grade horseshit. Whoa, that's high-end. They're not doing great, this couple. I'm, that's me saying that. That's me saying that. <laughs> that's not right. Them writing it. So yeah. what should I break up with? My yeah. that's what so the anyways, letter. That's what the letters really yeah. about. So anyways, what do you get at Denny's? The possibility <laughs> that this advanced mode of instant travel is unwittingly killing and cloning each of its passengers is only half of my fear. Imagine the peer pressure that would come with this newfound technology when your friends want you to go with them on a hassle-free weekend trip to Paris. I fear being lumped in 
with flat earthers and science deniers for not wanting to gamble my life for this new convenience. Beloved pen pals, do you think my fears are totally unfounded? Is there any aspect of the endless progression of technology that gives you pause? Sincerely, Eric in Baltimore. P.S. In Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Charlie Bucket is moping outside the candy shop, wishing he could afford a piece of candy, all while the maniac shop owner is throwing free candy <laughs> at every child in the shop. You are watching it happen, Charlie. Dry your tears and get some candy. Very interesting way to close. Yeah. Uh, well, right Hell at the end, that's like, also, any issues with technology uh, that you see? Uh, like, right, whole teleportation yeah, thing. Yeah. And then right at the end, also, like, any other, like, just technology <laughs> generally that, like, is you any know, aspect like, of maybe endless... a concern? Is that what he said? Right well, any end? aspect of the endless progression of technology that gives you pause. I mean, obviously, we can get down, oh. we can go down the AI road. Well, for... let's go, let's, let's start. Yeah, you, you decide. How do you feel about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Let's, start, <laughs> let's work our way backwards. Great film. Great film. Love it. Yeah, remember, remember when we cried about it in yeah. here? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, but you and, was it Deirdre? Yeah. Yeah, you guys had a moment. Um, Teleport is teleportation like? Are we? I know that we're having fun, but are we really thinking are this we is a, going to be a potential means, like that? This is real, that the body can be deatomized, put somewhere else, and re and put back together. Well, perfectly. anything that's possible is probable. Okay, yes. now do you have anything that you haven't read in the calendar? It's it's uh, it's. Uh, <laughs> you mean our calendar? I, I believe it's is uh, Michio Kaku wrote wrote a book That's what physics of the impossible and 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 uh, and and it it comes in it's three parts. One is here's what's going to happen in terms of like sci-fi stuff and visibility or whatever over the next hundred years, like camouflage improving or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then part two is here's what is possible. But like you know, once you're harnessing the power of suns or whatever, some future civilization, and then the third part is here is what is impossible according to the laws of physics as we know them, and I think that was just perpetual motion, and they're unsure of time travel as well. But I don't think that I don't think teleportation was completely um, off, off the table, and and I think I think like. Starting 20 years ago, they were already teleporting electrons yeah. like across across rivers yeah. um, in a testable way. So I don't know if they've progressed to in the scale last it. 20 years. Yeah. Maybe they're getting a few electrons over there. Maybe a whole atom. I don't. I don't know. I think. I, mean, I think you could. But also, like, why is it? Why do you die? Yeah. I, I don't know that you necessarily die. In well, terms of this particular fear, wondering if. You know, oh, you died, and on the other side, there's this. Like that, that could be happening right now. You could that that you could be in a constant state of that. What do you mean? I'm... There's no, you have no proof that you haven't died and woken up. Like there isn't some concept that anything we're actually doing is genuinely real or actually existing. Like you sure. waking up every morning. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this. I read this in something, and I thought it was an interesting deep thought. But you could wake up every morning and be unaware that this is the first day you've ever been alive. But in your mind, it's downloaded a history and a background. You have relationships with people, and they all agree upon these relationships. But today is the only day you've ever lived. This is it. You're always, and you're going, well, no, I have pictures and all these other things. Like, sure, that's what you think. In this reality, you've accepted these things. Is that called sloppicism? Sure. I think it's a word for it. You've you've already you've already outgraded us <laughs> two times in this episode. I, I feel like I'm such a grump. Is what I was called in high school. <laughs> like it's just too much sloppicity on these papers. <laughs> I feel like if I was born into a thing and knew like, oh, my past self is now disintegrated into nothingness. Like it would depend on my mood. Like a lot of times, I'd be like lucky bastard. Like I, I'm the one that has to yeah, keep on yeah. doing the stuff. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. Yes. Early <laughs> on, paying taxes. Yeah. Early on, we got a letter about free will, like the question of free will. And yeah. we say early on, what was that like our first letter? It was like very the second early. letter. And the idea is that there is the, the idea of some people saying there is no free will. Everything you do is a direct. Uh, relation to your influences or your past experiences or the p- current influences in your life. So, if you were reatomized 
and your stream of consciousness is intact, that everything that new you does going forward is the same, all the same things old you would have done going forward because you don't have free will. You are a product of all those experiences and they're all intact. There's no difference. Like there's no discernible, like nothing changes for you. Nothing, your relationship to nobody is any different. Like I don't know if you're dead, but if you're alive, does it matter if you've died? I like that. It's just like, well, it's, it's like me, but two miles away. Yeah. And I like the two miles away, <laughs> yeah. away me. Well, that's somebody yeah. who's really yeah. into the journey. I yeah. like the, <laughs> they, they like the journey. It's like the flight to Paris is what they're in for. Yeah. But you could still do that. I mean, when cars were first invented, people thought, I think it was above 55, 65 miles per hour. They were afraid that your face would would fly off. Yeah. And so people were like, I'm not doing that. That's, that technology scares me. And on a relationship level, this is some of that same yeah. thing. There will be people who, if we get teleportation, who will never do it. Just like I have family members. My grandma wanted to uh, – we were in the hospital for a thing. She's doing great. Everything's awesome. But we were talking, and she's like, I always wanted to ride in a Tesla. And so I said, okay, well, next time I'm home, I will rent a Tesla and we'll go for a ride in one, right? And so this woman who's lived in this town her entire life, she's 92 years old, is taking this S-curve. She's probably been on thousands of times and nobody was driving the car. And so that was like a, whoa, right? I had other family members who refused to drive it because they just didn't want to partake in that technology. Like something about it. I was like, I was like, do you want to drive? And they're like, no, I don't. I go, you want to go for it? I'll go for a ride. I'm like, you should drive it. And they're like, no, this is, this is not for me. And it's just this, not for me. some of the same thing. So we'd be like, I don't, I don't want to do that teleportation thing. Be like, okay. Yeah. Well, there, don't, but it's going to keep going. Yeah. There's actually, there's a, there's a, there's this concept where we actually tend to uh, assign um, more of a mind and personality to objects, the more imperfect they are. Mm -hmm. So, so like your, your truck, your old truck gets the nickname yeah. because it's like, Oh, Betsy, she can be a little finicky, <laughs> yeah, but she's always, sure, because yeah. it's like a little, so, yeah. so you just like, there, there's something that humanizes imperfections, humanize things. And so they know this to build. So when GPS first came out, people were creeped out by like how perfect it was. So they would intentionally have GPSs, say the names of streets wrong oh. so that people would could be trust like, it oh, because, okay, because yeah, like, it, it, oh, it's just a goofy thing. Shame. That is, yeah, yeah. We do this as people, though. Yeah. If you meet so someone and they seem perfect, you do not trust them. You <laughs> yeah. need faults because in somebody. Yeah, you need they're faults AI. to kind of go, yeah, right. it's got its bugs, but I like it. So I feel like if you come out of the of the teleportation thing and you have like a mustache that you didn't have before yeah. or something, you're like, okay, well, that's, that's what, what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens. Like an old stashy coming out. Do you know what? That's new stashy. Yeah. Look at new stashy. I hope teleportation is like lazy too. It's like, God, I, I want to go get a burger. They like go into it. <laughs> Yeah. It's not. People think it's gonna be like, I'll finally go to China. It's none of that. It's no. literally instead of getting in a car, just like ah, eh, go into the, go into the door frame and then just teleport over to the grocery store. I have store. two. I have two questions <laughs> for you guys. Did you have any people in your life who were felt this way about smartphones that they were like, ah, I'm not getting one of those smartphones. I don't I'm need sure, that. I don't, I don't remember, want all that but... stuff. I had many. I had yeah. friends our age. Who felt that way? And I had older family members, 20, 25, 30 years older, who the same thing were like, I'm not doing that. And then it just, society overwhelms them and there's their social circle overwhelms them. And then eventually they get it and now they use it and rely on it. Yeah. Well, if teleportation was real, like if it happened, how long would you wait before you tried it? Well, like what would, age am I? Let's say you're let's say you're 62 years old. 62, I'd maybe be willing to, you know what I Early mean? Early on, like if I'm 75, I'm probably gonna try heroin. I, yeah, 100. Oh, yeah, I'll be on right? H, I'll be on HGH, yeah. all that stuff. A home yeah. and garden H. Uh -huh. Home and garden home. Home and garden heroin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably be a good brand, dude. Well, it's natural. It's gonna be natural. Yeah, of course. But there, you're right that there will be people like. 
what's wrong with legs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. too easy these days with yeah, teleporting. Yeah. And, and, and also, like, yeah, if you come on the out of the other side, you're a centaur. You have more legs. <laughs> you have I mean, new people legs. People will just use it for sex to start. That's what will. Yeah, that's, that's sure. what. That's yeah. how teleportation uh, then, will get then all then the fun. I would probably thing. do it pretty early. On. Yeah, you probably get on board. <laughs> Most people. <laughs> if we get to the point, isn't there a theory too that we'll get to a point where people will choose when they die, because our medical stuff and our. The, our ability to keep our youth and our age will just you will just live for as long as you want to live. I don't know if and that's possible. It, I don't know, man. I, I mean, even now, I think you know. And this this sounds conspiratorial, but Get there must it. be things that we have cures for, or like we could do. You know, you know. For instance, everyone you always hear people talking how cancer is a business, and I I believe to a certain extent it is uh, the treatments like. If someone came up to you and said, "Well, actually, if you if you change these, if you change this element," and I'm not saying this is the truth or real, sure. but if someone said, "Oh, yeah, you do. You have this type of cancer. If you just change this one element, that actually doesn't. No one benefits off of it financially. But if you change this element of your lifestyle, you can maybe uh, fight it off." The person over here is trying to make money is not necessarily trying to keep. One, they want to make money, and also they're not really trying to keep you around, like. You can't be in the business of trying to keep people around. We're, I think we're already living longer than we're supposed to. Yeah, we're, we talk about overpopulation. It's like, oh, because we got a lot of coming in, and we got fewer going out on time. There's also a thing that we don't have enough coming in. We are looking at a population deficit. Yeah, I just read about that in Japan. Yeah. How it's the lowest it's ever been. It's here, too, yeah. because so many people of our people generation and it. youngers aren't having kids. They can't afford it. And also, they're, they're, the devastation, like... We were born in a world where we were all we were taught as kids was, hey, don't fuck up the ozone layer. Kids right. now are brought into a world where it's like, oh no, devastating climate change catastrophes are going to happen. In fact, in 2050, you probably won't have water. That kid is not going. Well, I can't wait to start a family. <laughs> right. Also, that kid can't afford a house. They they're already told, hey, when you get out of college, which you also can't afford. There won't be a job waiting for you because the job market doesn't exist for you. And if you want to buy a house, you won't be able to afford it. So when people go, oh, yeah, we have a population issue, it's, it's because no one can – you can't pull it off. It's impossible. It's so impossible to pull off. You have to be in this lucky percentage of people who are able to afford their, their lives to be able to do mm -hmm. it. And I think we might be the last generation of that. That, I mean, it's, thing. it's just awareness. The the more the the more um, kind of advanced or progressive or educated uh, uh, populations become, the least uh, the less children they they have. Like very reliably. Yeah. I I think that there's going to be plenty of oblivious people around for a long time. Forever. Yeah, but but there is the some people some people think that not saying having kids is oblivious, but like having like eight of them. Yeah. nowadays it's like right. a little well and it also was like it all started with like the urban migration because the farms like people just had kids to like to work, oh, work yeah. on the farm to work that's, I mean, that's why terrible just pyramid that new scheme. thing arkansas needs kids working <laughs> it's wild. Like, thank god she did that oh, she's she's now young hero. young kids uh because of that republican governor yeah and and look i'm sitting here applauding it um, because of that Republican governor, now really young kids can work. Have the opportunity. Because the economy means their families need them to work, and so I think I think the system's working. working. Yeah. I think it's working. Dare I say working? And dare I say the capitalist kind of way is like kind of like working? we've never really tried socialism, right. but we can confirm today right. that capitalism does work. Right, we and as long as we it. keep socializing our faults like banks going under and stuff like that yes but we privatize the profits yes we're gonna be fine I, we are fine we are we're fine, fine. we're the it's most gone. fine yeah and that's so why well. and that's why people aren't having kids because like things are so fine right and also, uh, the, this is this is also why who even needs teleportation? Like you things are going so well for me. What's wrong with the also, legs? Also, if you don't have kids, buy a plane ticket. You can afford. You're not buying for four. Right. right. <laughs> okay. Other fun. I want to end on a fun thing with this. Okay. Where would you teleport if you could do it this weekend? 
I'm the guy who doesn't get it. I'm like, uh, Napoleon times. <laughs> <laughs> well, time travel yeah. teleportation, yeah, too. It is. It is. Uh, uh, well, there, there's there's the idea of why we haven't just seen time travelers <laughs> is yet is because you open up a wormhole and then sometime in the future you reopen that wormhole and then you Again. go back to the yeah. time that it was originally just, open. Yes. That means that if you're like messing around with a time machine and like trying to get it to work and try, like the moment you first get it to work, just everything that's put in there from the future will just come right. piling. But that's so that's out. not string theory, right? I, 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 that's like a black no, hole. Uh, that's like making this up, but like yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm I, using that, a black hole. To Daniel, open up what a you're using hole is sloppism then. because it's not formulated <laughs> very well. It's very sloppy. Uh, I would go to uh, Japan. I think. I'd Have go you to been? Japan. I haven't been to Japan, and yeah. it's probably like number one on my. Every time I go to Australia, I'm like, I yeah. got, I got to pop up there, and I never. Well, you know, they're probably do. already teleporting. I feel yeah. like they're so far ahead. Japan? Yeah. I mean, just the billboard game alone is wild. Since we were kids. Yeah. I think since we were kids and you saw footage of Japan, I think that was already still more advanced than now. Well, the power I, glove. I think we should get that uh, get that rumor going. That's like... That they already have it? Yeah, they're already... Yeah. You see, I want, I want people to see a Japanese person be like, how did you get here? Yeah. Do you guys have teleportation <laughs> Japan's really good. They just run off. Fuck, he knows. Just, uh, he, just, knows. he knows. Just Japanese people start getting followed. To like, where? where's the entrance <laughs> yeah. to your Stargate? Yeah, yeah right. We're Tony, like more, hey. It's like a more fun QAnon that we're in. Yeah. Like, just fun theories. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no like, we're, resurrections. We're just treating Japanese like leprechauns that have this pot Japan's really gold. good. I might go... Oh, Japan's really good. Japan I might go Thailand. Really I've never Thailand been. I've always fun. wanted to go. Yeah. yeah. Did you say... I said Napoleon Greenville. Times because I was being funny. Um, I don't know where I'd go. I did think about my cabin, but I'm like, come on, Daniel. But it would. I <laughs> love being like Daniel. Leave Rochelle at some point. I love being there so much in Wisconsin at the cabin that the ability to just and I'm there is. But is it, and not wonderful. to extend this conversation, but do you think the act of getting there I agree is with a you. part of There the, is a certain cathartic They always like, say it's about the journey and not the destination. <laughs> there is a certain sort of like ramp up and decompression and I do I do love as I post at least once a year as I drive past the welcome to Wisconsin sign. It, that is all stimulates. part of the your yeah. hunt, or like well, there's a part of your brain that's going to go, well, I wouldn't have done all this for nothing. Yeah. To like right. not to like have a mediocre Japanese experience. Like I yeah. I went through this whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you earn it. You yeah. earn it. You yeah. earn it. You devalue the yeah. experience. The, yeah, and what you put in to get it. To, yeah. To, yeah, you're 100. Yeah. Because a lot of times as kids, they look back, like certainly in, in my family, I remember more of the road trip than I do where we were with, yeah. you know, as my mom would pile my two brothers and I into the car and drive. And, yeah. Like, and if you take that element out, yeah. maybe you remember more of the, the yeah. destination. And you get hooked on it, and then you're like, that first Shane, yeah. he had it so good before, <laughs> yeah. he, before he took it all for granted, and, also, he, and the... he killed himself. <laughs> 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 what would the cost be? I mean, it would be like... That's the thing. It would be insane. I mean, like when flat screens first came out, they were like... Eight thousand dollars. Do you think people yeah, are you teleport into the bank? Do you think we bank? live in a time where someone's already doing it? Like the Uber Beyond Rich are already like, yeah, you'll never know about it. Well, that we gets into teleport. the level of like people say one of the reasons it's like a jokey thing, but the reason I don't believe in time travel is because nobody's come back here yet. Yeah. Um, that if you do get to the level of you've figured out teleportation, it, you you are going to be like swept away if you tell anybody. Like yeah, like. Countries who will want that technology or governments or militaries, military, whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, we need to start like a whole code of conduct, like right here, like assuming that we we're should, going we to be should. the first ones. Yeah. And yeah, need yeah to establish yeah, yeah, yeah. a system. How to handle and yourself. How to, and yeah. what happens when someone else yeah. figures it out and first and how do we you, handle them? New you is not held accountable for a lot of the shit old you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, talk so to in that a guy. Way, going to confession is like teleportation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because you walk out with Jesus's grace. You walk out and you're like, I'm good to go. I'm clean now. Yeah. Some, right, and some people great, blacked it out. This is a fucking great letter. Agreed. Uh, Eric. Uh, in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Thanks, um, Baltimore. Thank you very much for it, and we hope that uh, you just get some rest and don't you know take a deep breath. You don't you don't got to worry about these things that we're saying already do exist. Not trying to feed your fear, but I think teleportation maybe does already exist, <laughs> and I'm not trying to feed your fear. Uh, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Rory Scovel, Daniel Van Kirk, and Shane Moss. This is uh, such a popular part of the show when we get into our plugs. plugs. We call it popular plug part. Yep. Uh, the triple P. And that's, that's what's going on right popular plug part. Uh, myself, uh, check out RoyScoville.com. I'm out there on the Brand road. Brand new, touring. beautiful website. Beautiful website. Really changed uh, my life. Uh, my wife and I have a better relationship. My kid is talking to me. Uh, <laughs> I feel more youthful. Mm. Uh, go to that site. Buy a ticket, come to a show, tell other people to buy a ticket and come to a show, and uh, and let's fucking, let's have a good time. Let's yeah. have a good Christian comedy time. And at some point this summer, season three will premiere? Season three is probably going to be out in June. We'll okay. see what happens. Awesome. Physical, season three. Great. Uh, for me, I don't, when is this coming out? Sorry, it's like such a cliche. Uh, can we cuss on here? No. Beginning of April. You okay, can. cool. You actually uh, <laughs> uh, Would You Rather Comedy on is on the 14th in Houston, Texas. And then the next weekend, I'm at Moon Tower doing a, The Living Wake of Big J Okerson, as well as a live Dumb People Town and a whole bunch of stand-up sets. And then the next weekend, the last weekend in April, I will be in Denver headlining with the Grawlix Boys. That'll be a great time. That was the last time I saw you, actually, was when, at High Plains. Um, and on the 24th of April, Irene, too, and I, our show is back, baby. Every other Monday, it's at the Cat's Crawl. Go to DanielVanKirk.com for all that jazz. Shane? Shane Moss, M-A-U-S-S dot com. I have a residency in Vegas at Area 15 starting Psychedelic Sundays, April 23rd. It's an immersive psychedelic uh, comedy show combining science and uh, uh, research and jokes with uh, psychedelic content. Love that. We've gotten a lot of psychedelic letters on here over the years. Yes, we have. Opening that third eye. Uh, I I've never once, never once. I teleport. I don't have that memory. I'm a new person. I'm a new <laughs> I think we've gotten probably like three or four. We've gotten the things I remember. The things I don't remember. It feels like two years and seven at the same time. Yeah, we talk about mushrooms a lot because that's kind of the extent of our education. But Shane that's here, a good one. Classic. Shane here, psychonaut, uh, who's gotten out there. What is yeah. that? What was the name of that documentary you did? Psychonautics, a comics exploration of psychedelics, available on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. I highly recommend uh, watching that. I sat down and watched it, and fucking, lo- I think I saw you like shortly after that too. Uh, fucking loved it. It was Thanks, so man. great because it also gives you that uh, opportunity to sort of live vicariously through someone else trying out these different yeah. psychedelics. And losing their minds, so you don't have to. And seeing that you come back, you've come yeah. back. Have you, is there a psychedelic you haven't done? Yeah, a lot. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah, I mean, there, there's, uh, there's like weird insects and stuff. Really? There's all sorts of things out there. Is that a frog there one? That is that real? Yeah, yeah there's a, there's a couple different frog ones. Yeah, and that's 5-MeO-DMT, which I haven't done cuz DMT and, and they're actually they're not they're not the same. They just have the same letters in them, but regular DMT is the craziest experience that I've ever had. Really? I've done it like 100 times and I can't imagine anything more intense or crazier than that and I'll do a show um, and I'll have someone come up to me and be like, have you done 5-MeO-DMT, which is the toad? Yeah. I'm like, no, I haven't tried it. And then they'll be like, oh, <laughs> it's like the next level. Shane. And I'm like, I actually <laughs> yeah, don't need it. Yeah. I've seen so many levels. I don't need a level. <laughs> when you say craziest, is it beautiful, scary? Usually. Is it uh, uh, is it is it uh, like dredging up a lot of stuff from yourself? No, is it it's a, a, is it a mental alien journey world into like a different 
dimension is what it seems like. It's not my take on what's happening, but it's sure as hell looks like that. It's called the spirit molecule because you go in and you're talking with these different beings and stuff in, like all that. inward or is it, or is I it, think it's inward. I think it's your own like subconscious. Like, like it looks like some God or something. And it's just like your mental representation of your neighbor. Rick a projection. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just being accessed and it just looks different. Like the movie inside out, you mm-hmm. know, lo- looks yeah. like very, very different. Like, you know, a, a different representation of the inner world like if that girl smoked dmt as an adult and popped down into that world she'd be like oh my god there's like this joyful god and this sad god and all that and i think it's like that and bing bong and stuff like i i think it's like that most people think (laughs) that they're seeing this whole alien world but it's i don't blame them because it's very convincing yeah and uh and, and you can it's a five to ten minute experience that i have in five to ten minutes uh felt like I have lived 1,000 lifetimes. Like, I've forgotten that I'm a human before. Like, I've come back and been like, what is this? Like, oh... Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> this thing, and I'm a shame. But that sort of separation from your consciousness from your body and into like another thing. When you come back, do you feel more connected or less connected uh, to yourself? Oh, I feel like pretty unsettled by that experience. Some people are like. I'm magic. I knew it all along. Right, right. <laughs> this is the I can do a backflip. I have like my. I, I have a science podcast called yeah. Here We Are and interview scientists, neuroscientists, and and psychologists, and so and, and so like I, I rationalize myself into insanity, like into yeah. the. I'm like, well, that couldn't have just happened. Mm-hmm. Most people are like, magic, cool. I'm like, but no, it can't be. And then I come up with insane ideas about like time travel or whatever else to like rationalize yeah. how something like that could be happening. Um, Man, that's but incredible. yeah, I when when I smoke DMT, which has been a few years now because it got, but when I normally, if I've smoked DMT for the next two to three weeks afterwards, I would usually like, just once or twice a day, just stop in my tracks and just look around and be like, is this real? Right. Yeah. Like, is it? Because that seemed very real. Yeah, so and that's it, very so different than this. And they the can't drug, both be real. Mm-hmm. So like, when you've what's... done the drug and you're in that alien world, you say, does it, is it so real that it, it's convincing that you are like truly there? Like, as opposed to just a projection or all the things that you're talking about, you take inward and you project them so you see them. It, are, you, are you actually feeling like, oh, I am in another space? I am living a different life. I am, because, and also that amount of time, is that not so, I think that would be what was so hard for me. I, I want that release of time and like, the the grip that time has on our perception of things sure but i i just wonder like how bizarre that must be to then come back and if you're sitting there with a friend or whoever and they're like yeah no you kind of just kind of sat back and you've been gone for five minutes and you're literally like i thought i was gone 20 years i mean if you think about the scale of uh, you know one second seems like nothing to us but but if your hand is on a burner for one second, your brain, like your inner world, like yeah. one second is an eternity. Yes. And yes. so, so when you when your consciousness is is visiting that space, that scale of time just is, is so different. Right. And yeah, and one incredible. of one of the things is is that it's too perfect. That's why it's it's way too suspicious to me. It's it's. It's always everything's so symmetrical. Everything's like fractal like, and and everything is is just so perfect that it just doesn't seem like, it, like if you were if you were going to make a fake this world or fake that world, like, there's there's digital artists that can make um, you know generated art that looks just like a DMT experience with like our stupid computers that a bunch of primates made like. A yeah. few decades ago. Sure, yeah. And yeah. whereas this, like the the amount of, to put in the number of imperfections, the number of wrinkles on our face and little imperfections in the walls, and mm-hmm. it, it just takes so much more processing power. It's, it's like, think of a video game of like uh, Super Mario Brothers or something and the amount of detail to that compared to yeah. Grand Theft Auto or something today where it has so much more robust detail and everything. Yeah. So it's 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 too perfect. The DMT space is is too perfect. Wow. So that's why it's like it's convincing. You're like yeah. I saw it. It's home. Yeah, yeah. 
Any before we go into this next letter, any meaningful thing said to you in that DMT space that was like no, like oh, I'm, I'm logging it's, that forever. Every time it feels that way. That's the tricky thing yeah. with DMT. You get to the end and it's like, remember, here's the secret yeah. to the universe. Right. Yeah. And, then, and then you get back and you're like, oh, what was the secret? And then you're like, well, I have to. I was this close yeah. to the think i could save all of humanity if yeah, i just yeah. spoke a little more <laughs> yeah, like, we, gotta go almost, we gotta go back i almost got to the end yeah. of it but yeah mushrooms if you want just like a life-changing takeaway or whatever Ugh. mushrooms easy peasy yeah that's the one i mean to do. i've had a tough time on mushrooms i'm i'm yeah i'm mentally very fragile i when yeah. i go to those dark spaces i'm I can be broken. Oh, I love a good dark space. I can be broken space. so easily. My, my, going oh. into any psychedelic of any kind, I'm always like, I may not come back. What about, what about LSD? LSD seems like a happier Pot one and mushrooms people. is all I've ever sure. yeah. Okay. LSD is usually happier for people, but I, I, I like, uh, I like mushrooms. I like the darkness. Mushrooms is darker. It's, it messes with your stomach, which yeah. sets off all the alarms that you then like project onto the human condition. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then, and then, yes. And then you like, but I love that to like, oh, I love that you like, that gives me like hope. <laughs> do you want to do LSD? I'm not against it. I just don't. Do you think I, you'll do so it in long. your lifetime? I don't do mushrooms very often. I mean, I I I I do them so infrequently, and because of like the the fragility that I'm talking about, it doesn't give me a lot of confidence to go into to spaces like DMT and stuff. I mean, I'm Ayahuasca, wildly fascinated. Yeah. I want to know. I really want to know. I really want to have. You want to explore experience. I want to grow. Yeah. I want to yeah. come out of it. Same. With with enlightenment, but I would need such a scenario. I would need such a setting for me to, like, go down one of those roads, and also yeah. like have someone to guide me or trust that. Uh, yeah, I ayahuasca mean, is what broke you, right? Ayahuasca yeah. broke me. It, it was it was months of eating mushrooms multiple times a week that added, had added ramped me yeah. up, and yeah. then ayahuasca broke me. And it's it's just like two. It was a, just the most lovely experience in my life, and then I just didn't come down from it. And, just everything was got very strange yeah. it seemed to bleed into this world sure. yeah, and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and everything got real absolutely, i gotta say like absolutely incredible like I, I i think what i admire so much is your mental strength because that's you what have it to have it. it's like literally like when the strength that people talk about in like this physical world mental strength it requires a a specific type of intellect to be able to go into these spaces and know. I mean, that's why I love the term psychonaut. You are traveling in a different way, and to know how to find your way back and trust. I liken you to Neil Armstrong. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> definitely. I, I mean, there there is. I I know from my own explorations that there is. There's. I I lack a. Uh, I, I lack like a real meaningful connection to this existence sure. that that I'm not like overly attached to existing, yeah. which is like dark. But I, that's that's part of how I'm it able seems to. Relieving though, it is a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, you can take more chances. But I think I'm wildly attached to it, and I I'm like God, get the grip off of it a little bit. Well, I think that it, so I don't like being prescriptive, but people will always send me messages asking for advice on Instagram or whatever else, which I will not answer. I'm not comfortable doing that but just generally uh for people ketamine there's there's legal cl ketamine clinics in nearly every state now and it can often be covered a little bit by your insurance it's it's really the way to get because if you want to have a bizarre experience that isn't that's just easy then ketamine is like it's just it's just easy it's yeah. all of the confusion of dmt without the attachment to it you're just okay. like oh what nothing to like interpret doctor, there you're yeah the you're with a doctor and yeah and it's it's good for depression i don't know some people are like oh i learned so much from ketamine I'm like what did you learn like <laughs> i just had like my entire head just flipped upside horses when they come out of ketamine they like will start kicking around they, they have to train vets to like watch out when you give a horse ketamine yeah because it may like if you're a horse and you just forgot that you're a horse and then you come yeah to like just being a horse yeah like you know the same thing if you put it through a teleportation device or right. whatever if you like what the, i'm yeah. a horse yeah, uh, yeah, you'd freak out. And that's what it can feel like. That's yeah. what ketamine's like, but on a chiller level. 
Should we do it? Yeah. God, I love it. I could I could talk about this the whole fucking time. Let's go to the second letter. Let's go to this other letter that Daniel has. Okay, uh, ready? It's hard it's letter. A fun Don't forget one. to send us. Oh, uh, would you say any of that stuff? Send us letters if you want to, uh, like this. I want to know. Mail, hard mail. Hard, hard There's cash. There's so many pennies hard, and pounds. Hard cash. You're, you're going to see them all on tour. I think you're going like, to see every one like, of them. Oh, I, I, I've been meaning to write in. And you're going to go, then do it. Yeah, we need those letters. I want to know your summer plans. You going to a water park with the nephews? Let me know. Let us know. Ooh. Very specific. Care of the Pen Pals podcast, 5419 Hollywood Boulevard, Sweet C, number 121, Los Angeles, California. 90027. All right. Hey, Pen Pals, chalk chums, and felt tip friends. Okay. Mm -hmm. I am a licensed practicing architect in Chicago. I already like you. And I currently work at a small company designing large-scale remodels and additions for single-family homes. At age 38... It is common to find myself talking to friends and peers who are interested in getting work done on their homes. They often seek my advice, asking if I could come over to take a look or review real estate listings for potential. As much as I love what I do, it's still work. Are you ever approached to do work for free? If so, how do you set boundaries? Thanks so much, Sarah. P.S. As is common with many architects, I have a favorite type of writing instrument for daily use, original pilot razor point ultra fine tip used here. What is your favorite pen? I don't know that answer, but I can tell you the pen I fucking hate. Uh, I hate here we go. The, the, twist, that, the, the twist. The twist. And as I'm writing, it slowly creeps its way back up in there, and then I gotta fucking readjust it. Yeah. I hate the half turn. Brings out the ballpoint. Yeah. I hate that pen yeah. with a passion. There is something so fun about, you know, it's it's often, I don't know what, usually you have to sign, like, something, like, in a mm -hmm. waiting room or something. Mm -hmm. And it's just that perfect inky pen you just want oh, to Oh, I like it. a good little ink gel to write with a good, with. I like a good oh, click, too. Yeah. A real a satisfying click. Yeah. Sometimes, you remember the ones where you push down and then there's a little button on the side and you push that to yeah. pop it back out? yeah. I'm always worried I'm going to puncture my genitals or something like that. What do you the, mean? With the clicky ones. I don't really? Know, like I sit right. It'll, it'll like it'll get in on you. <laughs> <laughs> knew you. Knew you won't have that problem. Knew you won't have to worry about that. That's that's the reason people teleport. It's like, hey, when I come on the other side, you do something about this knee. They're, they're like, like, wait, you're not supposed to have knees? <laughs> <laughs> you're breaking me down. When yeah. you put it back together, maybe make it a little better. Yeah, can you actually improve it? I don't know, 3D yeah. printing or something? <laughs> um, a lot of people love, remember when we were kids, the multicolored pen? Yeah. Like with the uh, wait, what were you getting? Oh, yeah, you thought your well, balls I've, would explode. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I thought my balls were going to explode. Um, I, well, I actually I write with a lot of colored markers now, but pens I like. Uh, Uniball Jetstream. Yeah. It's, Whoa. It's, uh, it's, yeah. Kind of, it's a little Is more difficult to find. Yeah. And it's a, has the cap. I like the ones with the pull-off cap, so okay. I don't function. My and then yeah, you get a little. I agree with that. You're and, actually selling me on that. And, and are, are you? My all-time favorite pen. Whoa, Lisa! So well, I'm gonna what do we give got? it to you, Shane. You get what to is have it? this. Pen. I get it's this pen. A paper. Daniel, it's paper made. Right, liver? Rose. We've been here every day. Pit. Right. He's been here one day, yeah. only for even an hour, and he already yeah. got a thing. Yeah, yeah, all we got that. was an escape room we haven't gone to, and look we never will. Wait, what are you writing? That's a tattoo gun. <laughs> I, I like that it won't. What I like best about you this, like this is, it, is it won't write on your hand. I like that. And feature. you love the cap. Uh, you love the cap. <laughs> I so like, it's big for I the like balls. The cap. Big for the balls. It's, Look, if you're just joining us, Lissa really wants to have sex with a guy in a college baseball hat with wispies and a Pukashaw necklace, and she has pens. Look at this. Oh, yeah, there you go. And she has yeah. pens. I don't even know if we're doing a That's show an anymore. That's for Rory. Oh. Is that satisfying? The crazy thing is he's left-handed. I left love it. Um, see, I like I like the most I like the most amount of ink coming out yeah, of the pen yeah. possible. Some blotting with, with without without the blotting okay. and without the smearing in the jet stream. It has quick drying. Ink. Not a, not a pen, but you know what I find very satisfying a very good like well inked sharpie. Yeah, like I just, it yeah. feel I, yeah. it always feels great. Do you paint? Do you ever paint anything? No, I know you're you're crazy into the painting. Deep in. I think yeah. I think a good that that this is a nice a pen, pen 
There's a similar I, pleasure in the. I've thought about this recently with you specifically. Yeah. I was like, you know, maybe Take I notes should. Take the rest of the show. Yeah. Maybe I should. <laughs> See, keep the minutes. <laughs> um, okay. But he was like, I already, I did this in one other lifetime. I'm very prepared for it. <laughs> You're on D&D right now. Um, okay. What about getting asked to work for free? Like to do free work? It's not fun. Do you no. get it often? I mean, we all get the like. I Comic, tell us, a, tell me a joke. Doctors probably get it the worst. Oh, I, I would think because it, because you're all always. It's like, will you yeah. ask my friend look at my genitals? And it's like, yeah. but I do it. Mm-hmm. No, oh, the pen, the pen. Yeah. and now I need to look. Yeah, yeah. doctor, you're yeah. going to ask my friend make me. Does look your sister at your, get it a lot? All, all the time. All the time, my sister's getting uh, a family being like, "What do we do?" I mean, and and, and we're guilty of. I like apologize right out of the gate because I know yeah, yeah. it drives her crazy. But I'm like, "Look, Elliot fell down. Blah blah blah. Should I be worried?" Like, there's no way you're not. If we have that resource, there's no way you're not going to use it. But like, mm-hmm. I was going to say, like lawyers too. Like, hey, can you just look at this real quick? Oh, yeah, I do that to a the friend most as well. overworked people are also the ones being hit up because yeah. they also they get paid well too. So you're like, ah, they you can break this. me off a little. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're an architect. You're rolling yeah. in break it. Break off a little bit of that knowledge and tell me if I'm going to be okay. That's really what it, we just want to be told we're okay by these two occupations. I feel like massage therapist and an architect. I f- I find like I want to know that I'm going to be okay. Well, that's the thing. So, well. Like, yeah, I think- is this a structure? Is this a sound structure? I think ma- massage therapists get it a lot too. Like, like from their partners. Oh, you think, I, I, I think, think I would have an insecurity. I think that's very inappropriate them. to like you. Yeah, you think people are asking well, massage like, oh, therapists for yeah. free? Like, could you just? Fix I think this? you don't. I don't think people presume. A close friend. I mean, I don't know. Close friend. You think? If I had a close friend who's a massage therapist, I would constantly be like, God, I just got this thing on my neck. I can't yeah. even understand what it even might be, and see if they offer. I'll sometimes I'll have fans <laughs> offer sometimes, like after a show, like, hey, I do massage. Like usually do. That's usually sex. it will Those be like sex. a dude. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like, hey, I've had that you before want me too. To give yeah. me like an yeah. adjustment or or whatever. It's like yeah. it, it's. I don't know if it's like. Like it's not like a thing. It's just this is my profession, and, like, yeah, and I want to. <laughs> there is a <laughs> you're going door to door to crack my back. This is crazy. There is a thing for us though. Like once, <laughs> if you're on a plane and you tell someone you're a comic, oh, there is an expectation for you to now be entertaining. Even if they don't go, tell me some of your material. There is some of the like, and and the process for doing <laughs> yeah. what we do is relatively easy. It can be conversational. Yeah. We are here in the moment. I think. Getting asked to do work when there is a process to what you do. If you're an architect and you have to go over and be like, is this a load-bearing wall? Like, you're coming over to look at that. That's a big ask. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you redid the kitchen. Yeah. Would you, did you feel like, would you feel like you could ask anybody for free to come no. Do I I wouldn't either. No. I think, I think I, I, what I do is I'd have a, I'd have a party I'd invite the architect that, that you know, and like make sure they see oh, the room like that this. I'm. I, I don't bring it up. See clue. if they and curse. the doctor's there too. You and have like, tarp up. I have the bathroom. I have it set in a way like the the doctor walks into the bathroom and I'm oh I'm accidentally in there with my like <laughs> with my boils blood everywhere explo- <laughs> exposed. Because he took the Hippocratic and then the lawyer, oath. I'm like, hey, was any of this okay that, yeah, yeah, I, did, yeah. that I did any of this? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you create the and scenarios. Also, <laughs> and also, is this structure, is that causing the boils? Can you, can the architect confirm? Ooh, this Charlie horse. <laughs> is, does anyone know if it's from how this counter sits? Is that? <laughs> I could use a massage. I think you are going to seem like a little bit of an ass. Or a dick, but you have to clearly set the boundaries. I had a, a friend of mine, his name was Ryan. We worked at The Onion uh, together and the Chicago Reader. And um, he was also a DJ, like a great DJ in Chicago. Yeah. And I remember I asked him once, like, do you do a lot of, like, your friends' weddings? He's like, oh, no, almost none. And I said, how come? And he was like, I mean, there's been a couple people I've done it, like, that's my gift to them, but um, most of them can't afford me. They don't want to pay my rate. Yeah. And I go, yeah, but you're like, it's so much fun. He goes... I don't work for free. Yeah. I just, and so he kind of like, even with me, we weren't like close personal friends. He was so quick to uh, show that that boundary of like, this is what I do for a li- I do this for money yeah, and I yeah. get paid to do it and my time is worth it. So that I think anyone who eventually, like, if I had become a really close personal friend of his, I would always kind of know 
don't ask Ryan to DJ your thing unless you're going to pay him to do it yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's a job. And so it's almost like, yeah, your friend's going to go, can you come look and see if we can extend this deck? You kind of have to go, uh, I'd have to put you, like, you'd have to make it official, be like, I would have to put you on the calendar for one to do it. I know I have it. And so they're like, oh, I just meant, like, come by. Yeah. And then you go, yeah, I really, I, I don't really have the time. Yeah. And, um, if I do, I could give you what my rate would be to do it, but you know, I try to take care of you. Right. But right, you it's sort of awkward. It's very awkward. But you have to. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think I think you could say that you know this is this is this is a common occurrence that has in the past led to some awkward relationship issues right. of of right. like resentment bubbling up on one yeah. side or the other yeah. because you know feeling of of being taken advantage of or something that's a great way yeah because on two because it's very easy to in a friendly way give someone possibilities of what they could do or good news before you know anything getting into it right but when it's things aren't as they went planned or you hit a a hiccup or a bigger budget that you're going to need you then that you're gonna have to do that all professional and so there's a switch there like well you fucking told me it wasn't gonna be like right but I do do this for a living, and if you want to put that there, you're going to have to – it's going to cost you $5,000. And yeah. they're like, what the fuck? Whereas if you start from the professional, you're going to want me to do this professional at the top because later on if it goes bad, it needs to feel like I'm not doing this as a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what, and what's his name again? It's oh, it's uh, Sarah. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, Sarah. Yeah. So uh, this is – I have a question for Sarah, which is how uh, – what do I do to prevent – unsolicited architecture advice like yeah. whenever i have like an way. architect yeah. over at my house it's like <laughs> like i have my archway the way that i have my archway yeah you know i go here. to i go to like get grab you a beer and you're you're shaking the right. thing and you're like well sarah i don't want an island <laughs> yeah i don't need an yeah. island stop trying to say what i could yeah. put in here quit coming in here with your structure <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just early and often set those boundaries or make up a fake person that you constantly complain about to other people who keeps wanting you to do free work. And then those other people will be like, yeah, she's, that's a great one. That's (laughs) great. She's hardcore. That, that's how that person sounds like a dick. Like, yeah, they're always asking me to do free shit. And then the other people be like, well, we can't ask Sarah. How long did it take you in your comedy career where you you say you're a comic and then someone, and you don't know them Mm -hmm. and they go, tell me something funny. How long did it take in your career to go? No. Oh, you know what I, I always say? I go, I go. Oh, I'm not really, I'm not very good. I'm not good at it. And then if they laugh at that, I'm like, okay. And but they also get that I'm not doing it. Yeah. And then sometimes I go, well, then is it hard for you? Is it hard? I I have like I I established spitball a bit right now. <laughs> I have a vibe like in public that's like, please don't, don't talk to sure. me yeah. about anything. And and it's it's mostly You're for that. I am. The waitress, and, see, she's not even coming over here. It's shame. She knows. <laughs> but I I have uh, I I have well I'll use evolutionary biologists sometimes. But like say I go to um, get my hair cut. Yeah. I will tell people like if they start talking, I'll be like, I have. So what? Have, I sit down and I close my eyes. This fascinates I, I, me. I close my eyes immediately okay. the moment I'm in the chair. I just close. I tell them what yeah. to do, and then I close my eyes. Yeah. And then if they start talking, I'll like answer the question, and I'll be like, Sorry, this is weird, but I have this whole like uh, uh, haircut meditation that I do to like fully enjoy the yeah. like, experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, "Cool, okay, it works. Yeah. It works really now, well." Now, are you and really doing a meditation, or you're just like, "I, just don't I, I talk. actually it started because I really was big into meditation okay, for a yeah. while, Do you and fall I found asleep? it to be really no, no. Oh, during regular meditating, no, 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 it, during yes, a haircut, not, the haircut, no, no, no the haircut. It's amazing. I, I mean, it's, someone's messing I, with your hair. I have long hair now, but with short hair, the sure. way that you can feel like yeah, every yeah. little thing yeah. that yeah. they're doing, it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling that I want to concentrate on, and I don't want to make forced small talk. Do you like especially sensory deprivation tanks? I do. I do yeah. quite a bit. Combine that with mushrooms. That's a good time. Oh, Last longer. It's, it's wonderful. Um, yeah. Is it claustrophobic? No. You should come with me to Pasadena. I joined a thing. Okay. Uh, float on just 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 float, float just yeah, float yeah. it's they're, great they're, and it's uh, legit it's really nice you're not they're claustrophobe like the biggest in the country or yeah the, like most tough the rooms are great 
But it doesn't. There's no claustrophobia. I mean, you get feeling? Ca- claustrophobic when you close your eyes. <laughs> like, so I'm not bad, dude. Really? It's a nightmare when I you go to sleep. Like, oh my god! There's the not tank those is about. Oh, I just don't even know the story. Stru- I don't even know what it looks like. The tank is about a third the size of this room, and it's you can stand up, and you can't touch it, this. Like, it's, just, it's it's huge. Just float. They have rooms, so a lot of a lot of the places have like little capsules yeah. that are. They are a little more claustrophobic. They don't breathe very well. They're not okay. ventilated well. You often need to like have it cracked a little bit, which throws off the whole thing. Yeah. Um. Just float. Um. Is is it's a whole like room. Private with, room. Yeah. Shower. You shower. You open a thing. You crawl. You don't crawl. You like step into mm-hmm. a room. Yeah. And it's 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 very big. Add it to our list. Yeah. We have acupuncture, the escape room, and this. We will do Patreon episodes after each one whenever they happen. <laughs> we have, I think the worst thing getting hit up for free work is charity shows. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. no. It's I did like, one. You you're, a, you no, yeah, you're a dick. You're, that's a great I know. point. I did it's one. such a brutal. I did yeah. one this past summer. It was the weekend when we were at the cabin. And I just, by the end, I was like, you get, you can... I just felt like I had to say you can you don't have to pay me. Yeah, you should be paid more I, to it, do. Yeah, I know shows for charity. I mean, I wanted to like, do something nice. Look but... at uh, the kid; we're gonna get him new legs, and then he comes yeah. and slaps his stumps around and stuff, and yeah. everyone <laughs> claps, and then you have to get he on and a teleportation like... thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, teleportation awareness. Um, yeah. man, this is this is I a agree. great fucking Sarah, episode. Thanks so much for sending this in. Good pen talk. I didn't. I learned chat. a lot about all of us, especially Liss. Um, yeah. uh, I, I, I hope you set those boundaries. Create a fake friend that you bitch about. Other people won't want to become that person. That's my best tip. Or lean into the awkwardness and just tell everybody it's a struggle for you. That's all I have. Yeah. We wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk, Roy Scovel, and Shane Moss. Pen Pals is produced by Lissa Rubin and engineered and mixed by Chad Bouchard. Our artwork was created by Jeffrey Tice, and our theme music is by Patrick Keenan of The Winter Sounds. You can follow Pen Pals on Twitter and Instagram at the Pen Pals Pod. You can see all of that content thanks to Caitlin Bordini, who runs our social media. Head to youtube.com slash Daniel Van Kirk Comedy to watch these episodes absolutely free and subscribe to patreon.com slash penpals. For only $5, you can listen to a follow-up letter every week and you'll be the first to hear all upcoming penpals news. But the easiest way to support the show is to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and tell everyone you know about your two favorite cackling idiots. Hashtag grow the show. If it wasn't so long ago Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from undercover tourists. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from undercover tourists and authorized seller and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with undercover tourists now and save. UndercoverTourist.com whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.